any progress this week? You talking about on the central situation? Yeah. They um they got two young ladies um in custody. Okay. Um and um word on the street is that it was <laughs> it it was personal. It was some as as these type of things always are. It was like over some relationship or something. You gotta be kidding uh, me, fam. Oh uh, no, yeah. So um, So it wasn't about the car, it was about a, a, a about some dick. <laughs> or or it could have been another woman, who knows? Uh but that's the word on the street. Um but you know, it is you know, our school district was and this didn't have nothing to do with the school district. It, it just ha- it happened to happen at the basketball game, right? You know, um, and, and the school district's been struggling for so many years, and now, you know, they got the test scores up to where, you know, we can get accreditation now because we haven't had accreditation in years. They had accreditation since I was in high school, going 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 to you know Kansas City, Missouri school district, right? So you know the, the district was on the up. You know things were things were looking good, and then this happened. So um, it's just another bump in the road for the school district that I'm sure they can get over because they've been doing a good job. Yeah, but, they got to get over that because somebody sent that young lady out there, and that didn't happen. That they, they were supposed to protect her. Yeah, um, I'm not sure about what the security measures were. You know uh, about and and then what was weird was the superintendent was right around the corner. You know, I, I actually he was at the game and he left the game. Right. Um. So yeah, it's just unbelievable what's what's going on. Is you know people don't know how to resolve conflict. You know, in the heat of the moment, they want to go you know shoot somebody over whatever. Right. Like man, come on, man! You you affected more than just yourself. This this affects the whole city. Yeah, it sure does, my man. Because yeah. I reached out to DL. He's supposed to reach back to me. I couldn't get in touch. The people from the radio station got with me, but my schedule was so insane I couldn't get back to them. And then I just realized. I said to myself, "Let me call him, that I could share mm-hmm. this with the people and the people who listen." That. In moments of things like this, you got to do it yourself. Even though you reach mm-hmm. out to certain people, I'm glad I got back. But everybody doesn't mm-hmm. take your crisis as their crisis, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought because I was saying such and such passed away, a girl got murdered, that everybody would be on my damn phone line. Like Charlemagne didn't get back to me. Um, Dio, we talked. He's supposed to get back to me. Um, the radio station in Kansas City supposed to get back to me. And I know these guys are busy, but it also proved to me that you've got to do shit yourself. Yeah, that's one thing that Shay's told me. You know, she, <laughs> whenever she's gone, I got to come up with the content because usually our, our show goes, and she comes up with the content and I do the, I do the production and I, right. know, I run the board and, and do all of that. And but she, she, you know, I added my little two cents or whatever when we're talking, when we're conversing on the show, but she does a lot of that stuff on her own. She gets the guests on her own. She comes up with the topics on her own. Right. So you absolutely now, let me ask you a question. 
You think we can get the gentleman whose sister passed away? You think we can get him on the show? Uh, possibly. Uh, Let me get him on the phone. I don't. I don't have any direct direct uh, contact with him. Oh no, no, I got I got um, his number. Oh, okay. Who, who, yeah. who are you referring? You referring to? Uh, oh, you talking about the the G rap dude, the dude from Generation Rap that's on that? It, it, uh, Generation Rap is like a high school show that we had um, on Hobbin O Three. Did Shay tell you about that or something? No, 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 no. You got me. I think you got the whole show mixed up, fam. What I'm calling you about was a gentleman whose sister got at, murdered at, at a high, high school. school. Yeah, at Central High School. Right. Yeah, and he and he reached out to Shay. Okay, he did. Yeah. Okay. He reached out to Shay because he was on he he's on Generation Rap, which is another show that we have on the station on Saturday okay. mornings. Right. So he reached yeah. So yeah, it was it was his sister. Okay, so he did get on the show. We said no. We we didn't we didn't we didn't have a chance to get him on, but I if this is the same gentleman that he I think he reached out to Shay trying to see what he wanted he didn't want to get on the show he wanted us to talk about it and we had already talked about it at that point. Okay, I understand because he was he was upset he was upset that he was upset that the superintendent came out and made a statement and the superintendent he. Like they're emotional right now. That family's emotional, so they really right. wanted the superintendent to kind of just come out and be like, "Yeah, you know, well, he wanted them to be on their side, you know, for the most part." But the, I mean, the superintendent had to protect the school district. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, his message was condemning gun violence and, and trying to get the entire community to help. That was his message. So he, okay, I guess so let me get him on the phone so you can hear. I want him to hear this from you. Okay. Hold on a second. Okay. Okay. All right. okay, I got everybody on the line. Everybody say their name again, please. Hey, what's up? It's Brian. Brian B. Shining. Okay, twin? Oh, this is Terry. All right. Okay, so let me tell you what's going on, Terry. I got Brian from the radio station because I was trying to tell you last week I was going to try to get everybody on the phone to try to get you on the show. But Brian said that you had already talked to Shay already? Yeah, I text Shay uh, last week, I think. Yeah. All right, cool. So Brian was explaining something to me about their um, decision on what they were doing, what they were doing. Brian, can you explain something from your angle? Well, I think I think you were texting Shay about you wanted us to talk about it, right? The situation yeah. and the superintendent. And mm-hmm. then I think by the by the time you had text Shay, we had already got on it, and we and we had played the uh, the superintendent's um, well at least a piece of his his, his press conference. Um, yeah. And and what and I know you know first off you know condolences to you and your family, fam. We still praying for you. We still thinking about you in that situation. Um, but the thing that I got out of it. Was that he wanted? He was. It was a cry for help for the community. You know, I thought that he was saying that. I thought that he was saying that it's only so many things that the school district could do. Um, and and that and that situation was kind of. It wasn't out of their hands, to speak, but I I think that he was just asking for a cry for help from the entire city, from you know people at home, 
um, people in the community, uh, neighborhoods, all of that, police department, everything. Um, and and right. I can see, and from your perspective, I can see how it might have been. He might have gave y'all cold shoulders. You know, I I can see how y'all would say that because he was. He, I don't think he was trying to deflect responsibility for the situation, but it, it it just seemed like he was just asking for help. That's just what I got out of it. So what has happened to you since the, since the last time we talked? Well, um, with them, nothing. Honestly, we ain't heard anything or anything back. We just had a funeral today. But... Um, mm. We ain't, it was nothing like that we heard from like the school district or like the superintendent. Oh, we had a uh, a meeting with them. We had like a little meeting we were supposed to have with like Melissa and a few other people that was from down there that, you know, for on his behalf and they just didn't show up to the meeting. I mean, the meeting still went on, they just didn't show. And that was about it. So it's like when something is scheduled for them to attend, they don't attend and they don't reach out, say why or nothing. They just go, they don't attend, then they'll set something else up and just still don't attend. And they don't right. reach out like to, you know what I'm saying, to us directly to see how nobody's doing, see if nobody needs counsel, you know, anything. It just, that was the the issue. And the whole issue was, you know what I'm saying, it could have been prevented if it was like, if the school district would have followed policy, honestly. Like, because um, yeah, I, I think they're supposed to protect her. They weren't supposed to send her outside, you know? No, for sure. That's where I'm so, there, 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 so there was an altercation inside and they just kicked everybody yeah, out. Is that what Tell them what happened. Yeah. Well, it was an altercation inside with the uh, women and her, and they put us out the building and, um, well, they were trying to. And then that's when Twin was telling the, the police and the security guards, like, hey, that girl said she got a gun, and if I come outside, she's going to kill me. And they just basically said it doesn't, they didn't care, and they put her out the door anyway. Took two steps out the door, and sure enough, they killed her. And they still didn't even come outside to help her. No security, no police, none of that. And it was a parent, another parent who was out there, she had pulled up, in the parking lot to get her daughter that came out the same time as us. They even talked about the funeral today and said she's seen it all and she can vouch and say that nobody ever came outside to help us. We sat there until the ambulance came with her and nobody came outside. Oh, and then the next day we get the superintendent saying this is not uh, a school district's problem, this is a community problem. Like, how? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, could, I, could, I could definitely understand your point of view. I really can, man, because you know, you sitting here dealing with, you know, a death, an unfortunate death, an untimely death, and then you got to hear that. Um, right, but, but B, but listen to what happened now. Me being a parent, I think everybody, you know, I'm quite sure I'm older than all of y'all, but as a parent, you send your kid to school and they're supposed to protect your child. These people what? put his sister out to school and all she they didn't do anything. Do Right, and they could have just kept her in there and called police to come to escort her off the camp or the thing. It could have been so many different ways, and that wasn't done, and that's why I wanted to bring it to people's attention. Like, I reached out to DL. We talked for a minute, but his schedule was crazy, twin. I talked to Charlemagne. I reached out to Charlemagne. He is situation is crazy. And what I just realized, like I was telling B earlier, in life, when you have a crisis to all the, the my listeners who are listening to this uh, episode of the um, um, of Justice for Twin, and I had to do this again, what this has taught me, no matter how serious things are to you, 
is not to other people. So, Twin, what you're doing, you got to keep striving hard. And you reached out to me. I'm one of the people who will get back to you eventually. And people, you just got to keep doing what you got to do to bring justice for the death of your sister, fam. And what you going to say, Brian? I was going to say, man, that narrative, man, is is so unfortunate, especially with our community. Not yeah. only with black people, but with the Kansas City community. He knows that here, everybody knows everybody. Like, okay. seriously, from the Kansas side sure. to the Missouri side. Okay. So one death sends, you know, it, it affects, it truly affects everyone here. Because you're on Facebook and you're on Instagram and you're seeing all these messages and it's like you, you know somebody in those messages and how it affects them. Right. So it's like that, that narrative, it has to stop, you know, especially, you know, with, with our community, especially here in this city. It's different. I, I feel like it's a little different in bigger cities. But here, it it, it, it affects everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just unfortunate because when he reached out, when Twin reached out to me, B, and I, he sent me the picture, he told me everything, I was like in shock. I was like, yo, you got to be kidding me. And I've been, don't get me wrong, people die every day and all that kind of stuff. But when I still heard it from the school, you know, it was from the school. It happened at school. They sent her out and nobody protected her. That's where I took a real, it left a real bad taste in my mouth for that, you know. It, re- it left a real bad taste. And you know what? There was a situation. I'm not trying to divert. But there was a situation this past weekend or last weekend, a week ago, where there was an argument in the club and they kicked the people out who had the uh-huh. argument. Next thing you know, two blocks down from the club, two people are shot, one pe- one person is dead. Wow. So, you know, this, this situation, there has to be some type of protocol you know, as to handle these type of situations because, unfortunately, altercations are going to happen. Right. That's just the nature of right. being, you know, a human being. Right, yeah. But there has to be some type of proper protocol. And and, and, and this and this club has, I be there at this club all the time, it, it, it has proper security, it has police officers outside. But when you disperse people and you, you know, kick them off your property or whatever, you have to be aware that you know it doesn't just stop when you when when you right. get them off the property. Yeah, that's you know right. So we just got to do a better job of that, man. And, and to let, the people you know, listening, we gotta. On the Gabri, I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. I, w- I was just gonna say, and let, let let's not let this young sister die in vain. You know, let's right. let's, let's let's use this as an opportunity to to teach ourselves to combat this and not let this happen again to someone else. Yeah, but it always falls on deaf ears. And and you know what I've seen in life is that people do not know how to control their emotions. Right. Their emotions is what puts people in bad situations and they think about the consequences afterwards. Now, I, I can say that because I used to be that kind of guy. I used to be the kind of guy that he starts to shit with me or do something or I would do it 
and then be sorry afterwards. And that's half of the world, right? And to the people mm-hmm. listening, I want to explain to people, from jealousy to rage, if you take the time to say to yourself, what are the consequences? What will happen to the people around me if I do this? Because it's a domino effect, like a twin situation. His sister is deceased. A girl is locked up in jail. I'm quite sure she might be a mother to a child or somebody. That child life could be fucked up. And it's a, just a, a, a crisis right behind one another. And this show today, and I want, and, and I'm thinking about the direction I want to take it. Uh, even though twin sisters gone, uh, a lot of people in my family has been deceased. And Brian, you know, I want people to control their emotions. And when you hear this show today, uh, the next day after this, or the day after, or the next year, I want y'all to think about what I'm saying about control your emotions. If someone makes you mad, you got to walk away. I tell the story. I did this on Vlad TV last week. Um, in my lifetime, I've been jumped twice. I had a guy in L.A. and a group of gentlemen jump me over a female. Both times have been about a female. Nobody wanted to give me a fair one, fight me straight up one-on-one. And it seemed like that's – when I tell this to people, they say, yo, TK, ain't nobody going to fight you fair. You know, and I just come from – I'm not jumping nobody. I ain't bringing a group of men to help me fight. If we got a beef, we going at it. I'm too old to be fighting now. That, like, uh, I'm just saying, I don't even want nobody to try to try to test me because I'll use every vocabulary I've ever met in my life to get out of a fight because I know mm-hmm. the consequences. You know, most people go to a fight thinking it's going to be a fight, but a wrong punch or it could be manslaughter or you get mm-hmm. your ass or you run to your car and get a gun and, and, and try to shoot the person that you're mad at and accidentally shoot an innocent bystander so i just want people to control their emotion and think about it and like i was saying about the two men um one happened maybe back in the 80s another one happened like a 2014 both times over females yo one dude of them jumped me another dude snuck up behind me hit me head of a pipe over a bitch that don't even belong to him he was engaged to another nigga but because the bitch chose me the nigga had rage in him, right? To this day, mm-hmm. gentlemen, to this very day, I have to pray two or three times a day not to kill them. To this day. Mm-hmm. And it hurts like hell. When I say it hurts like hell to fight it, but I see myself in a jail cell sometime, right? Mm-hmm. And I hear myself talking to the man, talking to God. And he's saying to me, I gave you all these opportunities to succeed in life, and you made a bad decision. I see it. Like, I hope it doesn't come true, and I hope not. But I see this, and it keeps me from not going after them for revenge. And every day, every week, every month, every year, God keeps giving me better opportunities to better myself things to say, I'm proud of you, don't go that route, because I really think he knows I would do it. So I can't turn my back on him. So I'm using you guys, I'm using your situation, unfortunately, 
for somebody down the line who will hear this show that if they get mad at someone, even if someone snitches on you and you have hate, it's still not worth going to try to kill that person. It's not. Right. Yeah. You know, you know it's it really isn't. Uh-huh. TK, it's, it, it, I'm not saying it's all your responsibility, but we need OGs like you to to help these young fellas out because they don't know. Like, they're 18, 19, right. years old. And, and they don't, sometimes they don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. They live a certain type of life, and they think that, okay, this is the end-all, be-all. This is how I'm going to do it. When mm-hmm. really, you have an opportunity to get out of that a little later on. You, you're a baby. You're only 18, 19 years old. Right, now. right. You're not mature enough yet to really see what you can be. You know what I'm saying? You fresh right. out of high school. So, you know, it, it's important, and, and I'm glad that you're talking about this because this is important in our community that, we have OGs really come out and try to school the younger, the younger men in our communities to 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 let them know that this is not the end of the world, man. Right, it sure right. isn't, my man. It isn't, you know. It's just mm-hmm. I, I'm twin again. I feel sorry for your sister, my man. I know that has to hurt because, like I said, right I lost here. my I'm brother glad. to the police. The police mm-hmm. um, shot my brother. Like seven times, I don't know, so, so, you know. So this happened like in '95, and it was just a real um, hot, painful situation. But you learn to grow, and you learn to try to do the right thing. And can you walk away if you don't mind from the person that's talking to you in the background? Because we're picking them up. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, so, fellas, this is, you know, hopefully when people... Now, Twin, do you need to get on the show to really... I'm going. To try... I'm trying to get you on the show up there. Why didn't you want to go? What did you, you say? Go. Do you don't want to go on the radio show to talk about it? Oh, I will. B, can we set that up? Can we get... Can y'all exchange numbers after um, we get off the phone after the air? Because I don't want nobody to have your, you guys' numbers on the air. Yeah, we can exchange numbers. Um, uh, yeah, and we'll and we'll go from there. Yeah, that's all you could do. All we could do is try, because like I said, um, Twan, you got to remember, everybody is not going to give you the what you think you should get. Unfortunately, we think right. it should be that way, but it's not, yo. I remember I used to catch cases back in the day, right? And I would go way above and beyond. But none of those people could do nothing for me. I had to actually go through the fire myself, and it worked out for me. Your situation with your sister, all we want is justice. Like, we got the girl who did the shooting, but I think the security guy that told her to leave should be held accountable. This is my opinion. Yeah, for sure. You know, because that person is what we consider an adult and security guard. You are there to protect the kids. And I really would like to know how that person feels to know that she told that kid to go out and that kid got killed. Right, I do too. 
Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know if I can live with that. I told somebody to leave and they got shot. But the way people think today, just crazy. Uh, we have this generation over the last 20 years, the moral thinking and responsibilities have has gone to the toilet. Right. For sure. It really has. You know, you got kids having kids. They don't know how to raise their children. You got certain situations where, like, this girl sent this girl out not thinking of the consequences of what could happen to this beautiful sister. Now, Bree, he was also telling me that his sister who got shot was involved, and apparently they was in a stolen vehicle. And his sister told, and this girl was mad. This girl was mad that she said something about it. That's why the girl wanted to shoot her. Am I correct, Ryan? No, no, she didn't. She didn't say it wasn't hers. And the girl she wanted to hurt her. Right, okay. Yeah. And, the, and so the girl got mad because she wanted the girl to take, she wanted your sister to take responsibility for something that she didn't do? Right. Wow. Mm. That's crazy. And, and, and right. if you saw a picture of his sister, she only weighed like 90 pounds. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I saw her picture um, inside uh, KansasCity.com. It's a uh, Kansas City star. Right. And, yeah, you know, very pictures on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. yeah young lady had her had her whole life ahead of her. Yeah, but, a little young lady, yo. Now, did y'all was y'all covered with insurance and everything, Troy? Uh, no, she didn't have any insurance. So, how did y'all bury her? Um, people were, you know, donations and GoFundMe. Okay. So let this be a lesson to you, too. I don't know if you listen to my show all the time. I talk about having life insurance. You ever seen, heard my, my my podcast and my stand-up where I talk about y'all got to start having life insurance? Yeah. You got to have it, my man. You know, it doesn't cost that much, $10, $20 a month. Right. You know, you got you can't walk around here not being insured. To the people who listening to you twin to you two B, you can't be walking around here not being insured. You gotta be insured so it takes pressure off people. That's a horrible, horrible, horrible situation to be in that someone passes and then you gotta make all these phone calls to ask for help. Because yeah. nobody cares. Nobody gives a fuck. I'm telling you. Just the immediate family, but nobody cares, yo. Nobody cares. But I do, and that's why I got y'all on the phone. I care. And to the people who listening, you have problems, child, I, I would try my best. I swear to you. I swear to you. I would try my best to help out. I would do the best that I can that's humanly possible. To the fans around the world, I wanted to do this show again, a uh, part two of Justice for Twin, to get my man on the radio so he can try to bring justice to the security guy that got his um, sister murdered at the school. Um, I need everybody just to remember, control your emotions. Remember, follow me on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland, where I post. Um, the book of the month and talking about getting your credit together and I'll be talking about life insurance. 
people getting insured, because that's my goal, is to get people insured and protect that. You can start a generation of wealth and not be walking around this fucking country um, broke or your grandkids broke going into another 50 to 100 years in this place called life. To the fellas, God bless. We're gonna, I'm going to click over the phone, and then I'm going to call you guys back so y'all can exchange information. And um, Brian, you try to get him on the show this week. And so he can talk about it on the show again, and um, we'll rock it from there. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Everybody, you're welcome, my man. Ladies and gentlemen, the T.K. Kirkland podcast from Compton, California, New Jersey City, New Jersey, to London, England. This is the T.K. Kirkland show, and may your pain be champagne. We out, guys. Make sure you follow T.K. Kirkland on Instagram at T.K. underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the T.K. Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.